Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode eight of Funk This Ship. I'm Kari. Natalia's here. And we're going to talk about a great show that we saw this week. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. It's called Made in Puerto Rico. Loved it. And it's from the Puerto Rican Traveling it's Theater. The Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican Traveling, Traveling Theater. Theater. And it's Elisardi Castro, and he talks about being Puerto Rican and coming from Puerto Rico and kind of migrating here to New York and all the things he goes through. And we had a lot of things to relate to, and we had a lot of contrast, too. Yeah, um, he's, that's a one-man show, and it was not for nothing two hours with just a 15-minute intermission, mm-hmm. and that guy was good amazing and he was fit did you see the oh my god dancing? can you imagine he did yeah. what was it the chess he, he did, did a some, chess like chess presses and he was he was showing the lucio in salsa and how like they know all the movements and all this other stuff and every beat to every movement and how um Everybody kind of dances differently, but salsa is like the beat of Puerto Rico. And then he also touched a little bit on um, bomba y plena, uh, which for me in my household, that was like more like brujeria. Yeah, I thought so too. But (laughs) but I heard, I did hear that there's the good, Mm -hmm. which is when they dress all in white and they do the dance. It's the dance of like happiness spiritual and all that and then there's the other side of that dance and i heard it's not always the good spiritual one it's like the calling of the evil that's what i've heard i never knew about that until i got older yeah well i mean when i was in school i i I grew up in spanish Harlem, and we had like for puerto rican heritage (coughs) month we had a thing about like Puerto Rico and we did do like a bomba dance and I did have the white dress and it was about the music Um, but when I was practicing for that my mom was like what music is that yeah (laughs) yeah a lot of people have different if you're Puerto Rican and you're old school from there there's different views on it I mean it's not like she didn't know what it was but you know I guess it could have a good thing because African comes from like yeah, it has the African beats from where, you know, when everybody migrated and things like that, but they also use it with, like, chango, and chango is, like, yeah. another word for caridad, which is so the go. African spirits. I know, here I am. <laughs> yeah, here she is. <laughs> but, but it's, um, a, you know, it's a beautiful, the beat is beautiful, and even we were sitting in our seats, and, like, and the moving. little bit that he was playing was making yeah. you really moved in your seat. Right, and but that he, was the whole thing. He was trying to tell you, like, to assimilate that, all Spanish people have that rhythm in them, and no matter what you play, we're gonna move. Yeah, it's yeah. a really. He used to be a, a lawyer and a prosecutor, and then he ran his own law firm right. and worked as a criminal defense lawyer. Right. But from that, he just yeah. he became like he wanted to do comedy, and I right. I can't imagine. Can you imagine him as a lawyer? Um, yeah, I his look he was definitely like, has the, yeah. the, the thought from And he's a smaller guy than I thought he was. Like, for on the stage, his presence was so big that at well, the we end were, when we met yeah. him, I was like, oh, wow, okay. Well, we were also a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Limpiando el techo. Yeah, that's what we were. <laughs> um, but we were up in the, well, yeah. we were in the higher. We were yeah. the first seat. I mean, the, the theater is very tiny. Yeah. So anywhere you sat was yeah, good. No bad seat in the house, no. definitely. You, it's, a, it's definitely a must see. And I will add it to the ambiance was the whole um they sold coquito skinny coquito at that which is dairy free and, and it was free. good it was delicious we had it and lean bear was another option that, was that you, you i get. thought that was a very good add-on yeah. i think that it, it 
relates to what we're that custom that we're used to having and the you know where yeah. we make it at home the lean bins and the freezer stuff like that so i thought that was nice yeah that was definitely a although nice it was sold out nice. yeah they bought the last one right before they were there because yeah, everybody, everybody wanted a lean bin <laughs> well i don't know i i didn't i didn't want to get one because i was afraid that it was going to be too noisy because you have the spoon and the cup and the ice and he's talking and you're scraping like <gasps> no i think it was a tiny cup because i saw some kid with it too and I guess a kind of maybe it wasn't a plastic spoon. It was like a. It looked like it could be metal, but that look alike, like it's not mm. really like the white plastic ones. That I, I thought know. it would pop. I just was afraid. Yeah, I was afraid. But I was happy with my coquito. It was delicious. I thought it was very good. I never I heard know. of skinny coquito. It's out there, people. If you need a dairy free, gluten free coquito, it's there. Yeah, they thought about the whole shebang. But yeah, he definitely. took us on a nice journey. I really enjoyed how he how he started, and how he came to the to New York. Yeah, from Puerto Rico. He was nine years old. Yeah. And he uh, actually he talks about how he kind of always wanted to be a comedian. And his pam, his father wanted him to be like a lawyer. And that's yeah. why he wanted to go, why ended up going to law school. I know. Which was, which is true. It's like the pressure of the adults. Um, and the whole, he only came over with eight words that, that song, Pollito oh, Chicken. chicken <laughs> and we all sang that song. We all sang it with him. We knew exactly what he was talking about. I mean, in my house, that was not considered bilingual, only knowing those eight words. Well, there were eight words to the song. It right, was right. the chicken and the hen, and then you knew what a chicken was, you knew what a hen was, you knew what a pencil was, and you know what a teacher was. Uh -huh. So that was the those window. couple of things were your basic Door. to be, um, like you knew your English language, which wasn't, you know, totally true, but I think it was hysterical because we could all relate to it. Absolutely. It was a very catchy song. I know here in... Actually, I learned that song here. And I mean, I, I wasn't born in Puerto Rico, but I used to go to Puerto Rico every summer for the whole two months. But here, that was how so they taught I. Spanish here. Yeah, I used That's, to go to Puerto Rico every. That was our. That was our. That was our camp. Yeah. <laughs> that was our camp. We didn't go to sleepaway camp. We didn't do any of that. We went to Puerto Rico. Yeah, And I you got to visit it. and stay with your grandparents. Oh, my God. Because they were there and we were here. Right. So, and I how mean, about the visiting every family member that, that you ever met? That is so mentioned? true. Oh, my God. Yes. That's what when people here tell me, oh, my God, you if you ever go to Puerto Rico, oh, my God, you must travel to so many places. I'm like, no. We go visit Puerto Rico. People is not a vacation for Puerto Ricans when they go to Puerto Rico. Absolutely Puerto Rico not. means you got to take one day to visit every f and people you don't even know. Not one day. I mean, I think it was just every weekend. It was another thing. Like my grandmother would take me up to the mountains to Arecibo to see my father's family. She would take me to Ponce to see her brother. But and every did you know weekend them? it was a trip. Well, my father's family, I didn't know them. I was not as close to them and not for nothing like he, he came from a very hillbilly like beverly hillbilly like no shoes yeah. no My toilet family yeah, we, we like came from like, hillbillies. like there was no stove there was a fuegong in the back that you were yeah. cooking like mm -hmm. a box okay so I didn't like country <laughs> life. That's called the country life. Mm -hmm. My abuelita would play the cuatro. And my abuelita actually had blonde hair and blue eyes. If you yeah, because some of us are Spanish. People mm -hmm. don't really understand that. Come from part, pink so. Puerto Rican. You wouldn't yeah. know that looking at me. But then you got me. <laughs> you see? No. But, um, yeah. So it, it was very true having to travel in that hot car. Like you would stop on the and side of the road. Like you stop, you get something, it's back in the car and back on the road. Because everybody lived. <laughs> the people you rarely, I'm like, can we stay local? No, but they wanted no. to take you to an hour, an hour and a half drive. Because Puerto Rico, although it's a small island, 
it takes a long time to get to certain areas. Because it's 17 miles, and he and shows that on the map. Oh, my God. Like you think you go direct. You think you go straight, and he shows you a straight line. Right, right. It doesn't work that way. We right. go up and down the hill, the mountain, because the mountains don't go straight. It goes no. all around and up around. It's, no. It is so true. Like, I can relate to a lot of things he was saying. Because oh that was what, what my life was like every summer. And then at 14, I was like... I don't, you know, I turned teenager, so I was like, I don't think I want to come back here. I kind of offended some of my family members because I was bored. I mean, it was like, oh, I loved know, it. Yeah, no. I, I hate, you know, he talked about the coqui. Uh -huh. And I have to say, although it is beautiful, coqui is the frog of the island, the uh -huh. heart of Puerto Rico, and I relate to that 100%. But when I was little uh -huh. and nighttime, like, the dawn, the, the the sunset happened, and then you hear the cookie. I cookie. love that. I love it There's to this day. There's that one. There's like a thousand, a million. That puts me straight to sleep. That made me so scared mm -mm. because I was like, "That's it, nightfall is coming." That was like, "Oh God, the day is over." And then in the morning, he didn't mention this, but in the morning it was the. The and it used to be on like five o'clock in the morning. That thing was on point. You did not need a damn alarm clock. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I know. I loved <laughs> I it. I was like, I want to sleep, and this thing is going. And it's like on point every what that, 15 minutes. It was like a snooze. Oh, that's the way I did. <laughs> yeah, you Americanized. Okay, you. so anyway. but either or it was like on snooze. Every 15 minutes it happened again. And eventually you have to get up. Yeah, so I loved it, but my grandma was already up. She would make coffee. coffee even yeah. though I was like Five, six, seven, eight, nine. And I learned I later in life that that's not good, that you don't grow. That, yes, I, I, I grew big enough. <laughs> my grandmother used to give me, like, so you feel like a little adult. It was a little, little tea, right? Mm -hmm. A teacup. And then it was orange juice, two eggs, and Spam. Oh, no, I wasn't yeah. really a spam girl, but I would have yeah. my coffee with that galleta thing, that key, that the big, big, big soda. soda. Oh, the yes, one. baby. And then afterwards, yeah. you used to put rice in it. Yeah, yeah, they recycle. They recycle. Everything. Right? Yeah, we Everything. recycle. You would have butter, open up a butter, there'd be beans in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you couldn't let anybody open your refrigerator. Yeah, can I have some butter? Yeah, this is not <laughs> Wait, butter. It's sofrito in there. Like, it's green. It's like, no, that's not the butter. We recycle that butter box. That, that little tub became the sofrito holder. I miss those days. You see, it's good times. Oh, right? And he did, you know, he touched on. The traveling, visit your family, eh, the cookie. The cookie was really funny because he said it was funny because tourists that come from here and listen to that, <laughs> it's annoying. That? They you can't. Know, so we can really, I mean, now when I go back, I've been back and I'm like, oh, it sounds pretty. But as a kid, it was terrorizing to me because no. I was like, where are they? You don't see them. No. I mean, they're tiny little frogs. You will. Like if you live like my, my grandparents have like a big backyard with like mm -hmm. a banana tree and the mango tree and the so if you go out in the backyard at night which nobody ever wants to because you get eaten by the mosquitoes Bugs, yeah. because i used to eat like 12 mangoes a day so my skin was very very sweet don't was, they say that the dark the the mosquitoes bite more they said they used to like more the the, the, the dark white skin. Oh, the white skin. Well, I don't skin. know, because I'm real dark. Too? I used to get ronchas. Yeah, me too. You see, oh they were like, oh, they, that's because they know 
This that is you from New yeah, York. That, that your skin York. is yeah. from New York. I'm surprised he didn't touch her that. He just said, he said, they are, yeah. But he just said New York Rican. Not for nothing. My family would call me gringa. Yes, mine too. Even though I'm browner than brown. Yeah. And also New York Rican. Oh, the New York Rican. No, I would say, oh, she's, um, when I couldn't speak, I speak Spanish, but my Spanish is not good. Like in Puerto, like in Puerto uh -huh. Rico, how they speak. Yeah, very beautiful. When I Back speak, then it they was. Would, yeah, when they tell, when they would say, hi, how are you? And I'm like, oh, my God. They were like, ooh. <laughs> she, did you hear how she just pronounced it? Because I don't roll my R's. I don't do a lot of things. And then they're like, oh, she's from over there. Really? <laughs> from out there. And I'm like, from the Estados. And I'm like, which means the, the States. Yeah. So I was like, uh, okay, is that bad? And they were like, oh, she can't pronounce it. And I, I used to feel embarrassed to speak Spanish because... Right, I mean, I would spend two months there. I could, I, I would get the hang of it, and then I'll come to New York back to go to school, and I would speak more Spanish until I got back into the English. Like you know, you go yeah. into that mode because mm -hmm. it just takes a few months for you to go into like a, a habit. Absolutely. Yeah. So I had to readjust. I would come back and then, speaking Spanish. Yeah, for a long, right, for a for long, long time, time, and saying the little phrases and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it's it's really. Just, you know, I mean, we were bilingual, but it's hard when you're in a school and, and most of nobody really speaks Spanish like that. So you can't really practice it. So you lose it again until you go back yeah. the next summer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. You how how much it. you practice your Spanish in um, here in this, I, I speak more Spanish now in my job just because I do have a, I work for a doctor's office, so I have a lot of Spanish clientele. Oh, okay. Um, but we really don't speak Spanish at home. I mean, but I used to, when I was younger, speak more Spanish because even though my grandmother was bilingual, her first language was Spanish, so she was just more comfortable speaking Spanish. So 90% of the time, we would speak Spanish. I think my Spanish got worse once my grandmother passed away and my grandfather passed away because that tradition of going there, I kind of lost that. It. Yeah, because I used to watch Un Carousel de Niño. I used oh. to watch all the <laughs> like all the like cartoons in Spanish, all the novelas in Spanish, right by my grandmother's feet. I loved all that stuff. So, well, I would watch the novelas and I would watch it with my aunt, and Ooh. then I would. That's when I picked up, and I was like, "This is so dramatic." Oh my god, I loved <laughs> like, it. Even now, my mother's like, "I like what you watching, Caso Cejado." I'm like, "That's so like Judge Judy in Spanish." That's what yeah, it is. She's like, "No." This is different. It's like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Because it's mad ghetto. Yeah. Like, it's worse than Judge Judy. <laughs> it's worse well, the than Judge Judy. The judge tells... I mean, it's the same. I, I don't know. I find it to be the same. But it's been on for a very long time. And at 6 o'clock, I call my mom just to say what you're doing. She's like watching Caso Cejado. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Everybody watches that. No. I, I, my mom doesn't watch... I mean, my mom was born here. So she's, you know, not really into that. My grandmother used to watch all the novellas and stuff. But, um... So no, my I gotta say my mother's the first line of New York Ricans, so she really doesn't watch that much Spanish. No, my no father more. came from Puerto Rico and was born in Puerto Rico, and he didn't move till he was eighteen. So he will watch like Sabado Gigante, La Contesta you de Bochinche. Oh my God, you used to watch that. <laughs> oh, I used to love that. Caco Comico. Do you remember oh that? God. That, that was the first transvestite show. Like they had a transvestite that the man that dressed like a woman, like. I think it was years ago, and I was like, oh, that's so-and-so. That's Kaku, uh, Kaku Komikos. It was right. the, the dark-skinned guy. He used to dress up like a woman, come out, and then they even had that Tekohi, which was the mm -hmm. guy, the married couple that mm -hmm. the... 
he would always try to find if his wife was having an affair in the mm-hmm. house, leave the house to go to work, <laughs> and then come back at lunchtime to check on her, and then she would play it off like she was doing nothing. Meanwhile, she had the maintenance guy in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was it funny. Was funny. I loved it. It was like, almost like a Carol Burnett, like the segments were all separated. Mm-hmm. How about they... Topo Gijo? You remember Topo Gijo? No. The little mouse with the big, they used to call me Topo Gijo anyway. Yeah, yeah with no, the I big never... ears and the big eyes. Yeah. That's what they used to call you? Yeah. Oh. That was my little nickname. Shh, don't tell nobody. Okay. Yeah. You're just, <laughs> just telling a couple of hundred people um, now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was good times. I love going to Puerto Rico. I love watching all my cartoons in Spanish. We used to go to church. We were a big church family. My grandmother would go to church three times a week. Yeah, my, yeah. my aunt still goes and she helps and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, I don't, you know, it's it's she's very dedicated. But I think Puerto Rico, that's a unity right there. Is for, you know, going to church and stuff like that. It's really good. And the whole getting up at the crack of dawn in the morning. You know, the reason why we do that and get up at the crack of dawn in the morning and make the food at like 8 a.m. and breakfast yes. at is because it's so hot. So if you don't do it by 12 o'clock, you can't be in the kitchen. Most houses didn't have air conditioning. And if you did have air conditioning, you probably had it in the bedroom only. You didn't have it in like the kitchen well, you had to and have, the living room. Yeah, if you... So... Well, I, my family if, was poor, so they couldn't afford air conditioning. Yeah. So if you couldn't cook by 12 o'clock then that's it we did have an in the end we had an air conditioner and like wherever you slept that's where there would be an oh. ac there was no ac like in the like, like we had a room? huge living room a huge kitchen like you would walk into like the dining area and the kitchen and then the r- bedrooms were like on the sides like flanking the house so there they would be acs but in the middle there wasn't so once you started cooking if you did that at 12 o'clock you were going to burn you were going to be a yeah. part of the chicharron de pollo no it's <laughs> it's hot and and the din- the breakfast was done with oh, so the lunch was done the breakfast lunch yeah, was done out was done. you were done by 12 o'clock there was three things to eat and throughout the day you got to warm it up or whatever and most of the stuff was picked off from the trees so you yeah. have the palm trees with the Platanos and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and then you had oh, the, the pana oh and the God, chicken. You would pana. just get it in the backyard, snap the neck, See, and continue. My grandmother on. didn't have the chickens. My my father's family did. My grandmother, we actually went to the store pitusa. Oh, pitusa, <laughs> yeah, you can have from there. one stop shop pitusa. Yeah, a Walgreens, a Walmart. You know those stores we used to go to so we didn't have chickens in the back but if we ever went to go see my father and out of see my father's family mm-hmm. we would come home with a baul for that's a trunk full of like a gallina uh those fucking guinea pigs the eggs right from the, underneath the yeah, chicken the eggs that come from that was oh the my best gosh. You never had an egg like that. That's like that tastes totally different. Like a real egg. From, I, I wouldn't mean, eat it. Say, oh, I, I would not oh, eat it, yo. No? I would be crying. I would try to it's save so the healthy. eggs. Oh, oh God, no! I'm like those. Chicken? How do you know that they're not chicken? Because you put it up to the sun. That's how they knew there was no baby chicken That's in the it. Healthiest. If you was ever sick and they gave you that in the soup and the chicken, you would be so much better in like twenty less than twenty four mm. hours. Mm. Let me tell you, it wasn't for me. If I saw it alive, yo, my father one time killed this pig. That was, oh my God. Yeah, but you see that all even now? Have you been there for Christmas? Oh, yes, I have. When they put the, that's what you see on Iraq is turning. Yeah, the, the, the. The, the lechon, mm-hmm. the lechon on the thing, yeah. I mean, we, we put it in the oven. My father's family is more of the lechon on the rack. 
Um, but I wasn't around. I mean, I did go to Arecibo one Christmas, and we did have those parrandas where he talked about. Yeah. And that I, was, I mean, I don't want to mess up the whole show for you because you really need to go out and see it. It's a must-see if you're Puerto Rican and you come from anywhere. It's just so many things to relate to. The only things that I found, like his favorite food that he bought to school, was wasn't rice and spam. spam. We never had rice and spam. Like, we had spam and eggs with white rice. Yeah, that's what I, I never saw. Not but mixed in. Maybe but a hoco salchicha with corn. Yeah, that's why I thought he was going to say. Yeah. That he, they put, but when he said spam, spam and I rice, was like, I was like, mm, mm. Mm. is that an upgrade from the sausage, Vienna sausages? Because that's what I, I, I eat. Know. I uh-huh. thought Vienna was, Vienna, they, they were fancy. I thought yeah. it was like French. <laughs> I hate arroz con salchicha. Oh. I mean, I will have the they rice. Because that's the poor person's food? No, it's no, not okay. that. Is that I don't like the the pink sausage meat. <laughs> Something about that makes me feel like it's dog food. <laughs> like, I won't. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll have the rice and the corn, and I will make it because I mm-hmm. make good arroz con salchicha. My kids love that. But I, I like will not eat the corn. that pink sausage. No, but you... <laughs> I won't. I'll, like, push it to the side. And... I won't cook it like from the lata. Like I have to cut it up in little pieces yeah. and cook it first yeah, so that it's done and brown. Yeah, so, so it doesn't look pink anymore. Yeah, that's how my mother did And it. still, I will not <laughs> that's eat because that you sausage have the meat. In your head. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, well, I, 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 I stopped eating that a while ago, but as an adult, I, I thought my that kids was like. They yeah, I would do it, it and my day. niece too. I mean, she's 15 now, but she was but she's like, I want Vienna sausage. <laughs> okay, then I found out what it was made out of, and I was like, ooh, it's <laughs> not good. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like, um, what are they, spam is the same thing. Yeah, but and for some reason, I don't mind spam. I like the taste of spam that more than I do. Spam, white rice, and eggs, any day of the week, I'll have that. You know what was the biggest thing with me with the spam, to be honest? was when you had to open up that can because you could get cut with that can ah. once that was done i would cut like i somebody had to open that for me because i was so you know it's really? it's that key and if you get oh no, you're thinking about corned beef chula no honey the, the spam. spam doesn't go around the like one that. that's corned beef yeah that you had to turn that's it beef, i yeah. promise right, well, you that, i didn't like corned beef no? No. My oh mom would put, my fix mom it up with french fries. Oh, my God. My yeah. mom makes the best corned beef. Yeah. My kids love that, too. I used to eat it, and then, like, somebody once told me, oh, that's the poor man's food. I was like, yeah, it tastes good to me. I, I don't care. It. I love it. But, again, man? like, you find out what, you know. He, he, you know, did you, in the show, he mentioned that he loved all Puerto Rican people eat the bottom of the, you know, the, con, or is the, it pegao. the pegao. Yeah. Dominicans call it con con. Okay. Which is that they roll it up in a ball and they eat it. Really? Yeah. Oh, and wow. it's hard. Nice. Because, of course, it's the burnt part of the... But I never liked that part. Um, I knew we some did, people who did, but I didn't did, think it We was, did eat it in a house. Was it like that, that you would wait for the big owl, like he was saying? Like that dramatic? No. But I think that the reason being is because we were, I mean, I'm definitely a different generation from him. So I think that may be why. I know my mother and my aunt and everybody, they always talk about, I mean, not to say that I'm so much younger than him, but they always talked about the, you know, having the, the, what? The pegao? The pegao, yeah. Now yeah. that, I mean, I did have it. I would taste it every now and then. If the rice was really good, I would have some, but that I waited around and preferred the pegao over the rice, no. No, me either. No. Like, I, I didn't like it. I, I mean, like it, was get, it would get put in water at the end, like the pot, and it would get, oh, it was the hardest, it. Person, the hardest part to clean. That's what I didn't yeah. like about it when I had to do the dishes. 
But um, yeah, but know. yeah. But how about the traditions, like the asking for bendición? Like till this day, I still do that. Me but too. there's a lot of kids that that don't. Yeah. Like my niece says that sometimes I try to show her to do it because I wanted her to be to continue that because mm -hmm. bendición was a big deal. It was bigger than, and I love you because right. it was like God bless you, and you're asking for well, them to, to show you the mm -hmm. blessing, to tell you the blessing. Right. And a lot of kids. They lose that now. Yeah. Do your kids tell you bendición? No, my kids do not tell me bendición. But I think, I don't think that um, I, it was never something in my household that was like a thing so much for my mom. It was always for the grandmother. So they would here and there men say it to my mom. I would say it to my grandmother more than I say it to my mom. Like now that she's an elder, it just like when a, an adult gets like, for instance, my mother, I would call her ma, but... My grandmother, besides abuela or whatever, people would address her as Don, Don Doña Lidia mm -hmm. or Don David. You know what I mean? Like, so I think, I think that was kind of reserved for the more elders, not just the, you know, for me and my family. I would say it to my grandmother and my grandfather because they came from there and they expected that. Me and my mom, and I would say it to my father because again, it was his, it was his thing. My mom, not so much. She was more Americanized because she was like raised here from a much younger period. Yeah, I think that changes the, the whole, you know, you kind of yeah. lose the traditions. I would tell my aunts, I was always told the minute you walk in the house, you say mm -hmm. bendicion, yeah. titi, or whoever it is, and my grandmother, and my, all the elders in the house, like, as you walk in, that's out of respect that you say bendicion. Yeah. And according to how they tell you, is how much they, you feel how much they love you, you know, like, the, the love is really, you know, it's great, but, um, I yeah the Christmas traditions are the best. Oh yeah, well, he was when, talking about the yeah pajanda. that was funny. I've never I, done a pajanda. I absolutely did. Actually, my one of my favorite pajandas was the one that my father started, and it was in Arecibo, Puerto Rico. And oh my God, who knew? That's when I found out my father sung the way he sung. He played the guitar, and yeah, we went be from surprised house. All the musicians that come out that night. <laughs> we go. You go from house to house. It's a tradition in Puerto Rico during Christmas time, where you go from house to house, and you essentially wake up your neighbors as like one, two, three o'clock in the morning. And you have a song for everything, like, and we still sing those songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though, like, when we do Christmas in the house, we don't do a parranda, and of course we're in New York, and we're not knocking it. It's kind of like the Spanish version of caroling, except we do it at inappropriate times of the night, yeah. and we expect and we to go you into up. your house, and we want food. Yeah, <laughs> and we want a drink, and then we leave when we're ready. And then, <laughs> and when we leave, it's usually because you got dressed, and you're coming with us to get us out of your house, and we're going to the next person to wake them up. Yeah, and because if not, the goodbyes are endless. Like, oh my you God. ever said goodbye at a party? In a, oh, in a Spanish party? goodbyes Forget last it. forever. It's like, bye, bye, bye. I told you bye. Right, 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 bye again. <laughs> and then it's like 20 minutes later, you're still saying goodbye because yeah. somebody else comes out of this side and that side. But he takes us on a beautiful journey. I'm glad that he's succeeding in this in this show because it's it's a lot. Two hours yeah. by himself and it's worth he's entertaining. Penny. Yeah. He's also, um he got extended till uh, April uh, 21st. Yes. And yeah. he he was only supposed to be only for a month. Yeah, that's why when we got the tickets, I was like pressed for time because right. is know, it sold out or because yeah, they sent it to the twenty first? I looked to see, and the only shows that have tickets are only like one ticket here, one ticket there, like two tickets per every show. So wow. like if you haven't got your ticket, unless he extends it, uh -huh. it's a done deal. 
Dang. But still go because the place is so small. Even yeah. if you have one. Actually, we were sitting between these two girls. That one was sitting on one side and one was sitting on the other side. And they still enjoyed it. They weren't even together. Um, I mean, you can't. It's, it's a must-see if you're Puerto Rican and into being Latino and into hearing about your heritage. Like, we were crying the entire time because it was so funny and so true. And even if you're not, like, Puerto Rican, even the guy next to me, he was actually American because the girlfriend was translating everything to him. At one point, I heard him say, yeah, I got that part. You could kind of get what he's saying because he, he's that good that you can understand well it's not in spanish he just has no pieces but he, and had, he explains yeah, but it, it she was there was one part one section that he was talking and he's like yeah i kind of get it and yeah. it was funny because he was enjoying it too and he wasn't puerto rican but he right. had a puerto rican girlfriend so i yeah. think he's a musty i wish him a lot of success because he really he really is and very humble we met him yeah. afterwards he was very sweet he was like oh and we told him about our podcast and he was like oh i have a podcast too it was it's called the eli castro <laughs> comedy and he was like oh when you post tag me on it because i want to listen and he's very up into like uplifting people that he saw all latinos and women and people that he saw before because there was a girl there Chi 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 she was an yeah. up and coming actress singer. yeah she did La Lupe or something and yeah. he was so like amazed by her show he like she came and he talked so much about it and he was like you gotta take a picture with her and it's, he's it's just, he's really he's one person that I I would definitely I would see it again just because he's absolutely. that good and he's just a humble person very appreciative that everybody came out just a humble guy and like I said, I wish him a lot of success because he really deserves that. Mm -hmm. And so I never heard of him until now. And apparently, you know, he's done other things. I think he did something called Words Cannot Explain. It was another show. I mm -hmm. never, but he's also in Florida. Right. So now he's bringing this off Broadway to New York. So I so think he's going to get picks up and yeah. he travels around cause so yeah, that everybody need. gets a chance to see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wish him a lot of success. So I think it's a must see. So if you haven't had a chance and you could get one ticket for yourself, you could go by yourself. Mm -hmm. Made in Puerto Rico. You know what you do with those tax returns. <laughs> <laughs> you won't even tell you it won't cost you that much. I think the tickets are under a hundred bucks. Yeah. So it's really not, you know, it's not, it won't kill your pockets. It's affordable. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast because this was really a really, really good show. And we told him we would talk about it. And I hope he enjoys what we had to say about it. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope uh, we'll, we'll see you on the next one or you'll listen to us on the next one. Take care. <laughs> right, take care. Bye-bye.